0: Taco Tuesday, not the kind that, <inaudible>
1: that your mouth. Not the kind that make you get house, Not the kind with
0: tortillas. It's Taco Tuesday. Welcome to episode 19 of the most unoriginally named podcast. My name is Rod. Oh shit, no fuck, fuck, fuck. Taco Tuesday. There are many.
1: What the hell? Can you keep that in?
0: Oh, I'm keeping it in, baby. Because
1: you don't want to edit.
0: Yeah, pretty much. Uh Taco Tuesday. There are many like it.
1: But this one is ours. Did we change our name? It's just Rodrigo now. Like
0: <laughs> Did I say Rod or Rodrigo?
1: Oh, I don't remember. Man, no. you're on drugs, dude. Anyways, okay.
0: That voice you hear is my co equal host, Denise. Hi. How how's it going? I'm alright. Alright, very nice. I always love the enthusiasm. I get emails every week saying, Man, that co-host of yours, I mean that co equal host of yours. Through the roof with the energy.
1: That old ball and chain.
0: <laughs> it's just like a random podcast. We just, you know, talk about different topics. Sometimes it's serious. Sometimes it's not.
1: Why do you have to explain that if no one's listening?
0: Because what if someone is listening? Oh
1: my God. Just because you Just because, because no in. one is listening
0: doesn't mean I can't pretend that someone is listening. And I, <laughs> I can't pretend that I'm like on the radio right now on NPR or something. Oh God. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Uh huh. Anyway, so this show yes. is a short format show for the most part where we pick a different topic just at random nothing in particular some are serious some are funny uh yeah and then we just talk about it for a little bit until we're out of ideas or that's pretty much all we have to say about it and then we see you again in the following week last week we talked about fireworks and how they um how much they suck ass
1: and this week we are talking about homelessness
0: this topic idea came from a longtime podcasting friend Chris Meyer up in uh, British Columbia. So he sent in a message uh, a couple of weeks ago saying like, oh, yeah, well, you know, if if you guys were looking for topics or something, like I thought you guys could talk about um, homelessness. And I'll read his actual message just to kind of give you guys an idea of what he said. Uh, he said, as a foreigner on the outside, it would appear L.A. has a massive homeless problem bigger than ever before. And I was wondering what your thoughts are on it. Is it as bad as it looks? What is the cause and what do you think the solutions might be? uh so yeah so i didn't realize this but we have a list of topics and i actually did have that topic already on there mm-hmm. but for whatever reason i guess we just hadn't done it yet research probably because it's very uh depressing it's depressing yeah. uh and of course you know a disclaimer there's a very complex topic denise and i aren't gonna come up with a solution right here on the spot who knows we might <laughs> we might but i doubt it um so anyways, so that to say that, yes, I'm sure we're going to F it up, like we F everything up every week. But uh, that's that's the fun, right? And like you said, nobody's listening, so it's all good. Um, all right, so Denise, I will uh, open it up to you since uh, I've been talking a lot. Would you say uh, it's it's as bad as it looks from the outside?
1: Probably not as bad as it looks. Because I feel like if somewhere to, someone were to come like, to our neighborhood you know what i mean and just like chill with us and do like our daily routine or we just go to like little mom and pop shops like they're not gonna see a lot of homelessness but if you do go to like those populated areas like the hipster areas and like just like the tourist spots i guess like that's where you're gonna see it like in la not oc because for some reason i don't know how they clean up all the homeless people that and there's none outside disneyland so I don't really see it because I don't go out that much and I don't go to these popular spots. Like it's very rare, like when we do, but like, yeah, I do know that obviously we have the big one like Skid Row or whatever, you know what I mean? That's that's always, that's been there for like years or whatever. um what th- decades? It, yeah, decades. It has been, they, there was like a, an encampment, like maybe 15 minutes down the freeway from our place which is like Echo Park and they recently cleaned that up but then they put a little um tiny ho- home community there right
0: Well it hasn't opened yet but they're Oh well out.
1: I mean they were working on it. Uh Venice has always had uh homeless people but recently like that one has gotten really bad. Like from what I heard like vendors don't even like want to set up shop there because they're used to be able to like walk along the on the sidewalk like next to the beach or whatever and there were shops there and like vendors would be there on the weekends but i don't think that's a thing now anymore since the homelessness like has gotten so bad
0: i'm pretty sure that's still a thing
1: really yeah i, I don't mean,
0: know all the all the permanent like actual stores there i'm sure those are all still there, oh yeah like, along but- the boardwalk are, are you talking about like the buskers and like the street vendors Yeah, yeah yeah oh yeah that maybe but i don't know I mean, I we've gone to Venice like a handful of times. But
1: not recently.
0: No, I know. That's what I'm saying. Oh, like, yeah. We're not like all that familiar with that area to begin with. Yeah. Um, And the times that we did go, like as you're walking down the boardwalk, like I never really saw too many people. I think it was more like in the beach itself where like a lot of the homeless would hang out and stuff. Yeah. Um, But yeah.
1: And like it was getting really bad in one of our neighboring cities, like one of the cities that I that I worked for so um yeah like i did see like tents just popping up like at the parks and just like these patches of like green grass and stuff so that was and that's kind of like a ritzy like area like not it is not not ritzy. so much like i mean it's it's like
0: upper middle class
1: yeah like upper middle class or whatever but yeah like i guess because i don't know people were like giving money or whatever but again like in those facebook because i was a part of like the facebook groups or whatever for that city because you know i wanted to be in like touch with like what was going on you know like in case like i had to work and there was something going on in the area or something and like people would get pissed like at the people trying to like collect clothes or like hey like if you want to donate like this church is doing this and we're out there every sunday like passing out breakfast or whatever and like people would get like pissed like saying well like you're not helping like if you help them they're never gonna leave and yada 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 and like i like i saw that the city was taking like the necessary steps that they needed to like you can't just go and just tell them like you can't just like clear out the shit you know what i mean you have to go through like certain steps you know what i mean and like have a place for them to go or like offer it to them or like give them at least like some notice or whatever so that like to say like hey we're gonna like clean this or whatever like we got to do something to this area so you need to like leave or whatever you know what i mean and it but it took like a while and like people were just like pissed and like not like friendly and it was funny because like i would look at like these profiles like (laughs) like the profiles that were like just shoot them just go by and like fucking shoot them or whatever and I had coworkers that said that too, take him out to the desert and like shoot him or never, no one will like notice or care. And I was like, what the fuck, dude?
0: People were saying this on Facebook?
1: Yes. And like That's crazy. Yeah. And like you'd go to their like page or whatever and be like, oh, like Jesus loves me, like man of God or whatever. I'm like, <laughs> fuck you, dude. You're going to hell, man. That's crazy. If there is one. <laughs> like, fuck you. Yeah. Um, So I just, people are just fucking crazy, man.
0: They are crazy. That does sound crazy. Uh, So to, I guess to answer Chris's question, I did look up some um, statistics, I guess, just nothing crazy, but I found a website, uh, endhomelessness.org and you can find it. It had actually a lot of really cool um, data and stuff and a lot of different charts and maps and all this stuff. Uh, But anyway, so in January, 2020, there was 66,000 homeless people in Los Angeles County and that was a 13% increase from 2019. Dang. So, yeah. And in the city of LA proper, there was a 16% increase to 41,000 people in the same span of time. Now, I realize I should have looked up how many, what the population of the county is, cuz obviously that would have been relevant cuz it's like okay, yeah, like 66,000 people, but if you have like 2 billion people that's not that bad you know what i mean yeah but anyway i didn't think about that but you can definitely go to endhomelessness.org and look on um, some of that stuff yourself look up some of that stuff yourself i'll put a link in the show notes and all that so i mean yeah it's definitely gotten worse uh as denise mentioned we didn't really go anywhere this past year because of the pandemic but you know previous years when we would go to concerts or something if you're driving down certain freeways you see them all along, like the side of the freeway, or in the underpass, or sometimes even in the o- overpasses and stuff. Um, there's this, uh, I think it's the 101, right? As you're driving into downtown LA, mm-hmm. there's those uh, overpasses, and uh, yeah, they just like right there along the sidewalk. I mean, downtown LA has always had homeless people. I would imagine, like pretty much any other downtown area. You know what I mean? Um, so I've always been accustomed to that, but it was always kind of relegated to, you know, skid row or like the dirtier parts of uh Los Angeles of the city proper I guess. Uh but now as Denise mentioned like yeah it's just started spilling over into like the suburbs and so you definitely do see it a, a little bit more. And I think in the city you were referring to where you worked before there was even an issue where they had to shut down one of the parks or something, no? Yeah. Cuz that there was that that's how bad the encampment was there that they had to shut it down, clean it up and get all the people out. And that actually just happened again recently at Echo Park, which is a pretty popular park. Anyway, yeah, there was like a straight up like legit like homeless community there. Yeah. With like their tents all along the lake and stuff. And I guess when it came to light that there was this large homeless population living there and they were going to clean them all out, these different articles and things started popping up of how much of a community that had become. And, you know, everybody there was kind of like looking out for each other and it was it was like a little neighborhood, you know what I mean? It was just so bad that, you know, the city came in, they locked down the whole park, they put up a chain link fence throughout the whole park, they kicked everybody out and they cleaned it up and, you know, it, it just opened maybe... It, it opened again like a month later. Um. So yeah, so to answer Chris's question, yes, it's definitely gotten a lot worse. And as Denise said, we don't really see that too much, but it's there, I think. So yeah, so as far as, I guess, solutions like denise mentioned there is a new thing that started popping up now which is like a uh, tiny home communities and they're supposed to open up seven different sites uh, in the city of los angeles uh, right now there's three that are open no, no no right now there's two and both of them are in north hollywood and there's a third one that's being worked on in echo park which is like right where that park was where all the people got locked up and the largest of these is one of the ones in North Hollywood with 103 transitional housing units. These are like these tiny little sheds, kind of like the sheds you would see like in people's backyards that have like the gardening equipment or whatever, so it's like these 64 square foot little homes and ideally when it's not pandemic season, <laughs> pandemic season, there would be two people living in in these units with you know one bed on each side of the unit uh but right now because of the pandemic you know everybody gets their own little unit and initially when i first heard about this i was like oh that's cool like so just you know if you're homeless you just show up they give you housing they help you out get get you into like a more permanent solution and that's great you know what i mean but in preparation for this episode i was kind of looking up videos and apparently there's like all these like requirements it's not just you show you walk up to the place and they let you in if there's a, a bed available Like, no, you have to, number one, you have to be from within, like, a three-mile radius of where these uh, things opened up, which to me, I'm like, so how does that qualify? Like, can I just, like, show up, like, a day before, sleep one night, like, a mile away from there, and then the next day I can say that I'm from that area, you know what I mean? So that just seems like a bunch of red tape. It's like, what does that matter? I'm obviously houseless, like, why can't I just freaking, you know? Yeah. Anyway, so that's number one. Number two... Even if you are from, you know, that three mile radius from where the the community is opening up, you can't just show up. You have to apply online, which already is like, so now I have to go find a place to apply online so that then, you know, who knows how many days later they can tell me if I qualify or not.
1: A lot of these people have phones, like a lot of homeless people have phones.
0: I understand. But still, it's just like an extra step.
1: I guess. Okay.
0: And then... uh, and then in addition to that you have to give them y- your birth certificate? No. You have to give them a, a government issued ID. You have to give them your social security card. And their excuse for that is, well, if you don't have any of those things, like then you're never going to you're not going to be able to get a job cuz this isn't permanent housing. This is yeah. transitional housing. Ideally people there would stay, you know, 60 to 120 days or something. And then, you know, get a job and move on to a more permanent solution so yeah so i guess they just don't want to crowd it crowded with like a bunch of people that are just going to be stuck there but at the same time it's like okay but these are homeless people dude like for all you know like their bag got stolen or something and now they're screwed you know what i mean now they say there are other services that will help you get those documents but again in the meantime you're just kind of screwed you know what i mean so that sucks um so that's another thing and then there were some other things that either they, they didn't go into detail for it but it was like basically like when you apply besides those things there are some other things that may or may not qualify you for staying in one of these places
1: do you have to take a drug test
0: no no no. so that that was one of them it's not like a sober community however uh-huh. they do have these lockers outside where, if you have any weapons or any drugs or alcohol like you have to leave them in that locker before you can go into the community Dang. So, and then you go through a metal detector and all that. So in that sense, at least it's not another barrier to entry. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because some of these people likely do need, you know, probably some drug counseling or something. Yeah. That That's not a requirement. So at least that's one less thing that they have to worry about. But once you're in there, it is pretty cool. Because like, in addition to the, the small little tiny home, you get uh, three meals a day, you get laundry facilities, you get a restroom, you get showers, you get Wi-Fi. Which again, you know, if you're trying to apply for jobs or something, that's that's definitely something that is useful. And um, you get a caseworker assigned to you. So they're the ones that are going to help uh, you get mental, um, they, they get you like a, a mental health assessment to yeah. make sure that you're doing okay. If you need drug counseling, they get you that. They get you job training. And then eventually they kind of work you toward either getting a permanent housing voucher or some other permanent housing solution. And then, yeah, that's it. That's the whole thing. So I think, in theory, that seems like a really good pathway to getting the issue resolved. Yeah. But as usual, like, the bureaucracy and the execution kind of, like, messes the whole thing up. And then another thing, too, is as far as, like, the solutions go, if you don't want to not be homeless, like, you're just always going to be homeless. At my job, we were working with some of the um, homeless assistance agencies. I guess. I don't Mm -hmm. know what you would call them. We were working with a few of them to get people um, houses, right? So they would come to us. They'd ask if we had any vacancies. We'd tell them yes or no. And then, you know, they would give us all the paperwork. And then usually they would get some kind of like subsidized housing voucher or something. And then we'd move them in. And that was that, right? But then sometimes, you know, these people have mental issues or they're just not used to living in a house or something. I don't know what the issue is, but they would either trash the place. And it was just, yeah, it was just like terrible. And then these agencies, you know, to try to get landlords to sign up, they tell you like, oh, but, you know, if there's any damage to your home, like, we will, you know, reimburse you for any repairs that need to be done when the, if if the tenant moves out or whatever, right? But then sometimes that never comes or they say that, you know, that that doesn't qualify for repairs. That's normal wear and tear. When Oh, are you
1: serious? I didn't know that. When
0: that is not normal wear and tear, it's like, nah, dude, like broken windows... And freaking destroyed carpets and holes in the walls is not normal wear and tear. You know what I mean? But they act like it is. So it just... It's like, who wants to work with that? You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's in the worst case scenarios. You know what I mean? But we had one guy who lived with us for, I think, like three years or something. And he had been homeless before. And he was a, you know, he was a chill dude. He wasn't all there. And so... Mm. One day he was just like, oh, I'm going to move out. And then I was like, oh, OK, well, you know, sorry to hear that, you know, but, you know, whatever. And his reason for moving out was he didn't like that the city where he was living didn't let him do certain things that he wanted to do. And so he was like, yes, yeah, so I'm just going to move out and I'm just going to be homeless again for a few months while I save up money to get a car because I'm going to go like up north or whatever. So I just got to save my money to be able to move up north. And this was like right before the pandemic started. So I don't know what happened to him. Yeah. Like it's like hopefully he made it up north or whatever. Uh, But yeah, that to say that, you know, even when they are doing a little bit better and stuff, if they're just not all there, it's like they're just going to go right back into being homeless. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah, like some people just don't want the help or they don't think they need it or, you know, whatever the case may be.
1: Which I understand. And I feel like you're always going to have like a homeless population because of those people but like when we were talking about like solutions and stuff and i was like yeah just build a fucking bunch of tiny homes in the ie and with ac or whatever because it's hot as fuck over there and no one wants to live over there and it's it's Hot as fuck land. everywhere now bro that's true but yeah like i don't know that was my solution like solution and then just bust them out over there all the crazies you know what i mean like and that's rude <laughs> first of all um but yeah, like, and you're like, but that's not permanent, right? Because, like, you're saying they would, because I was like, yeah, they would go through a program, you know, like, a year or whatever. Give them, like, a year, like, two max or whatever to get on their feet and, like, to get out, you know, like, to rotate people through. Mm-hmm. and Because to me, like, that's, like, a long-term, like, support system right. like because you're not gonna you're not gonna solve homelessness completely you right. know what i mean yeah yeah there's
0: always gonna be people that just and you were like
1: no that's not a permanent solution and i was like well no because i'm not trying to and i and we know like one person that if he could like be in the tiny house like if he had nothing like if he could be in a tiny house with three meals a day like he would be fine and like not work you know what i mean oh i know yeah like yeah <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah i'm like for helping like you get into a program that like gets you out and on your feet but i'm not about to support your whole fucking entire life because you just want to go from homeless camp to homeless camp like like tiny home place to tiny home place like all across the city just all across the united states just like living for free you know what i mean like because who's to say they couldn't do that you know these popped up like everywhere and you're like oh well i'm done here now i got to go over here like and just get an id over there or something well like,
0: but what's the alternative the alternative is now you have all like, you either have the tiny home or you just have a bunch of homeless people all over the place
1: no you wouldn't have that many ho- hopefully like people would take advantage of that like of the tiny home program you know what i mean
0: right 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 but i guess what i'm saying is if you're always going to have people who are going to abuse the system and who are going to ruin it for other people True. But at the same time, it's like because of those people, do you not help anybody then? You know what I mean? I don't know. I guess it's you like, just fine. really if have you to you really like... love like living in little tiny homes like from city to city because you're like fuck it, like I don't wanna I don't wanna, you know, help the man out or like fuck the man, like I'm not contributing to society because like that's not my style. Then I mean whatever, I guess that's how you wanna live, you know what I mean? I but guess. that doesn't mean you shouldn't help the other people. So, okay, so I guess we're thinking of, like, super huge grand scheme of things of, like, trying to solve the problem. But one thing that I think Denise tries to do, and I commend her for it, and it doesn't always work out all that great, but I I still think it's great that she tries, is, like I said, at at the neighborhood not too far from here, uh, there's, like, a little downtown area that you walk up and down, and more and more you see homeless people kind of hanging out there and stuff. And so Denise kind of put together these little bags, like, little i don't know just like a little bag with like some non-perishables and water and other things
1: it just had tissue water like some snacks yeah, and yeah. that was it yeah hand sanitizer i don't know it was like, i
0: think there was a little bit like, of hand sanitizer because it was yeah. like during the pandy yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah and so like she would just kind of go around and so that's something people can do to help you know what i mean if if you know that there's a, a spot where you go where there's homeless people constantly then like yeah that's something you can do now granted there are those people who like you go and you tell them like oh hey like here you know you can have this they'll be like oh no that's cool i don't know yeah
1: they won't take it yeah yeah yeah.
0: yeah. which is like okay which is fine i mean i guess if you don't want it but at the same time it's like i mean just take it like who cares it's free but some people don't want it um so yeah so yeah in, in that sense like i guess in in a more micro scale like what's something that you think people can do to like help out
1: honestly like just be nice and like carry like extra snacks like in your car like even just like tissue and like water like if you tie them up together or something and you like hand them out like or if you know like hey i'm going to an area just yeah do what i do and like it doesn't take a lot you know what i mean just like some granola bars like i just bought some chips it wasn't the healthiest you know what i'm saying right like it wasn't the healthiest but
0: you want some empty calories bro (laughs)
1: <laughs> but whatever if they're hungry like if they and or they needed like a water bottle to refill or something like hey like I, that was there for them yeah
0: yeah so that, that's yeah that's one way to help i try to do the thing where like you just acknowledge them like something even just like as basic as that
1: i don't if i'm sitting on the sidewalk i don't want you to know what if they're just trying to sit there no, no, no. I know. It's not like I'm
0: like sticking my face <laughs> in front of their face. I'm like, hey, how's it going down there, buddy? I'm not doing that. But I'm just, sometimes you walk by and you just like look at them. And they make eye contact and you just like say, hey,
1: how's it going? I mean, I guess I'll say good it's, morning. just
0: acknowledging their humanity. You're like, dude, I see but- you. I'm sorry that you're in this fucked up situation
1: but sometimes they want to be there so like i like i have conflicting issues of like whatever i could say good morning if they're saying good morning yeah. to other people but at the same time like i mean i always just have to use that excuse like if they are asking for me it's like dude i don't have cash on me you know and like oh like i hate like when they're asking like when they ask you like when they stand outside like a restaurant and we've talked about this before or whatever like <laughs> Those in a different podcast. Podcast. Those podcast and they get so picky i'm like dude as all i'm gonna get you well, i learned run in my lesson get that it. time yeah pro
0: pro life hack i don't know what they call them if there are you know unhoused people standing outside restaurants and they say hey can you give me some food just be like yeah i'll get you something and then just get them you know whatever you feel like getting them on the way out don't let them come in with you to order their own food because yeah that that doesn't turn out all They'll that
1: add well. extra guac like double don't extra guac care. i don't
0: care about that it's like dude one time who cares i'm not gonna go broke because i bought this guy a burrito. But it is kind of like number one, you get a lot of dirty stares from like other people. Oh yeah, dude, that's one. Even
1: like workers.
0: Yeah, and then number two, like yeah, sometimes they get a little crazy with what they ask for, which is
1: again, it's like
0: whatever, dude. I offer to buy you food. It's food, you know what I mean. It's not like he's buying other shit. I guess. But uh, but yeah. Anyways, so so yeah. Anyways, it's just easier to just say okay, yeah, I'll get you something on the way out or something like that if you want to, if you can, if you're able. Um. So yeah. Oh one youtube channel that i i find interesting if if people want to check it out and i'll include it in the show notes is uh invisible people it's uh informative and it kind of really humanizes a lot of these folks that are living out on the street it 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 really does kind of shed some light into the things that they go through like day in and day out like remember that one guy that was talking about how like shoes is something that they need a lot because a lot of times even if you have like a shitty pair of shoes with like hole in it like holes in them like other homeless people will still come and, like, jack you for your shoes. And, um yeah. And another thing I want to say, and this will be the last thing that I say, if you want to... Any, any closing comments or anything. But this is, like, the one thing that I think churches are at least somewhat good at. Oh, yeah. Is yeah. that, like, they do try to have, like, food drives or... You know around the holidays like they do feed um homeless folks so that is one thing that i'm like oh okay that's cool that's that's good that you guys are doing that um (laughs) you have my seal of approval churches (laughs) okay denise any closing comments
1: nope i feel like this is long
0: this is long sorry for the long episode everybody um so there you go if you made it this far thank you very much uh we know there are a million different ways to spend your free time thank you for spending a few minutes here with us uh denise where can people reach you
1: at d for music D
0: E E F U R music all right and if you want to reach the show email is the way to go send me a message rod at lppod.com that's r o d at l p p o d.com or uh message me on twitter or anywhere else that you happen to know me from like chris did and uh yeah we'll talk about it
1: peace bye it's c a l k tuesday